welcome back to the podcast, and uh, today we're going to be discussing uh, police brutality. Um, everybody, uh, state your names again, so they all remember. This is Zoe, Isaiah, Nicole, Garrett, and uh, so we're going to, like I said, we're going to be discussing a lot of the intricacies of, you know, police brutality, uh, some possible solutions, um, a few examples, and... You know, just a lot of views from both sides. So, um, does somebody want to get us started on, like, a, a really famous case was Trayvon Martin. So, do you want to talk about Trayvon Martin, anyway? Yes. Okay. So, Trayvon Martin. Trayvon officer. I know there's a segment but he's not, he's in no way, shape, or form an officer of the law. He's taken no oaths, nothing like that. Yeah, he's just, um, he's just a homeowner with a gun, really. Like a neighbor, a neighbor. Yeah, I mean, sure, he thought of himself as that, but you can, a lot of people, they like to get drunk on their own power, no matter how little it is, when Neighborhood Watch is literally just the title of guy who looks at stuff. And walk also, uh, yeah, turns walks around the, the neighborhood. Around. Also, sometimes he owns a gun. Sometimes it's a taser. Sometimes it's a flashlight. Yeah, sometimes it's a flashlight. But literally, the only, the only thing distinguishing any neighborhood watchman from just a regular neighborhood person is not really anything. They just get elected to look what? at stuff. Exactly. They have no real power with the law. Black men and boys killed by police. 
It says that Martin had no criminal record when he was shot and killed by neighbor, uh, neighborhood watch member George Zimmerman on February 26, 2004. And it also seems to me that this was an unprovoked act of aggression because, like you said, the whole Skittles and iced tea thing, that doesn't sound to me like he's going out to go do anything wrong or malicious. He, there's no, there's no, there was no reason for it. He was unprovoked and he was unarmed. He was unarmed. unarmed, unprovoked, wasn't going to do anything, and he was just killed. Exactly. And then the other impeachment evidence. So, Nicole, I, I think I heard you say that this guy was killed in the year 2012. Counted with my like counted that 2012 was about seven years ago. Yes. So it was if this happened very recently. Yes. Like we're not talking about like a history. Like we're not. Yeah, we're not. It it happened very recently. So yes. and that's, that's something that's probably yeah. Actually, on the contrary, I think that I think that this case, to be honest, it seven years doesn't seem like a long time. But in reality, in reality, it's yeah. forever, and the fact that the case is still relevant to the arguments today, and that it stands the test of time—that proves that the issue is as prevalent yeah. as it is. And we're Those still talking words. about it seven years later. Yeah. And then, okay, so the third piece of evidence um, said, um, okay, so George Zimmerman called several police and told them that um, that black men. Yeah, they were like, I don't know. But anyways, he, he reported everyone for like suspicious activity. Mm -hmm. And then the third one was um, that Martin pur purchased Skittles and iced tea. The government shot the teenager in the chest. Yeah. Was it just once or was it like a multiple? Uh, no, I think. I believe it was like an only four or five. It was like four or five. Okay. And was there any like, was there any altercation before that? Did I understand, but was there like a was there like a fist fight before that, or did no. he just walk up and get shot? No, he just got, he just got shot. Like there wasn't like an argument yeah. or like a talk. Like did they were they talking or having an argument? Yeah, there's there's no interaction. No interaction. Well, there was one. It said that um, Martin and Zimmerman, who is believed, never identified himself as uh, encountered. So okay. what I remember okay. of this case, there was a, George Zimmerman did attempt to, uh, Okay. So, Tamir Rice was a 12-year-old African-American boy. 
However, you could tell by the fact, by the way he was waving it around, that it was probably safe. But and so, but someone was still nervous, and they called the police. You know, as you would with anybody holding a gun, and they say <clears throat> they think uh, they think the kid, the juvenile, is waving a gun at people, and so the police send people out to where Tamir was, and the person on the phone literally says under a couple of times that the gun is probably safe. However, they didn't dispatch this to the officers, and well, un- until they got there, but even so, the officers knew the gun was safe before they were able to fire off any shots. And one of the officers who was there, his name was Timothy Lowenham. Lowenham, sorry. He was 46 years old, or 26 years old, sorry, I don't know. But he was 26 years old, and in his previous job as a police officer, mentally unfit to be on duty.